1: Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hey guys,
2: Sean from the Hard Luck Show. Before we get started, I had to say make sure you stay tuned for this end of this episode for a bonus wrap up.
1: Fish, fish with hard luck. Good morning and welcome
3: to the Hard Luck Show. I'm your certified, qualified West Side host, Steve Lucky Pichon. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, you've tuned in to the greatest show on earth. It's the Hard Luck Show coming at you from the Pico Youth Center in the beautiful city of Santa Monica. Sitting across from me, my co-host, my partner, the Mad Indian.
4: It's Chumohan Bowen, American Indian, Southern Californian, elegant barbarian, and I've never been to Brooklyn. Come on. Yeah, wake up, wake up, wake up! This is your morning call to wake up and face fucking facts. Come on, Huh. Yeah, come on! And
3: yeah, always yeah. oh, sounds good. And that's because of the audio genius himself, Old Blue Eyes, Sean Lewis.
2: Certified audio professional, engineer for the Party Show. Zumba, zoom,
3: zumba, 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 zang. Zumba, zumba, Zumbo zumba, zang. Say if you have a paper, you must have a pen. And if you have a start, you must have a end. Say five plus five, it equals to ten. And if you have two, you put them in a pen. And if you have a rooster, you must. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Hello. What's going on? So, Everything. Big Lux, what do you know about the January 6th hearings? Like, what, what, what is your, in your consciousness, right? And we know that when And we, we're talking about the insurrection? Yeah, we're talking about the insurrection, but we're, we're talking about <clears throat> what Congress is doing right now, the televised January 6th hearings that are being broadcast on primetime television right now. Nothing. Which is Which
3: it makes sense Right Because The fuck is going on Right All all I know is I'm hearing some crazy shit about how Donald Trump Go ahead Might fucking get elected again And I'm like Who tells you this I mean I just hear it from around Yeah but like from who Like where is this coming from Like seriously Uh, People that don't necessarily like Donald Trump are like, dude, man, this fucking guy might end up in office again. This is why
4: guys like, like that... D-
3: man, we got to vote, bro. We all got to get out there and vote to make sure that doesn't happen. Well, let me okay, ask... So you tell me what's going on with January 6th. All right, all right, all right. Please, well, enlighten me. So
4: <clears throat> so there was like an, <clears throat> a big, what do you want to call it, insurrection, riot... On January sixth, when right, the votes had come in. Yes. And it wasn't Trump. Yes. Right? That set off this like weird conservative shitstorm. And, you know, from like when you see on television, you kind of like, okay, so it's Proud Boys, you hear a little bit of this Proud Boys. You hear about that sort of like Eye patch dude, the fat eyepatch man from the Oath Keepers. You hear about the Oath Keepers and you kind of know that they're like extremist weird groups and then you kind of know that like Trump got up and he gave some kind of speech televised behind like glass and he was doing that old lady dance to the music before he got up there and said we're all gonna march down and we're gonna take back our country. We're gonna stop the steal. And, like, Giuliani's somehow involved. You're not quite sure what he's doing. You got, you know, the... Bunch of douchebags up there. Fucking super douche. Yeah. One of the biggest douchebags was a guy that was Trump's lawyer, John Eastman. Mm-hmm. Remember that name. Real prick. That name will come back in this sort of journey. So, like, as I'm watching all this... Now, first of all... You have this thing, this mass of people that go down, and they break into the right. They smear shit on the walls of the Capitol. They kill what? Wait. What? Shit? Yeah, they smeared shit on the walls inside once they got inside. For sure. Human feces. That's for sure 100%. They stole laptops from Nancy Pelosi. They fucking <laughs> smeared shit. They killed. They killed a cop. They had a hangman's noose outside like a full scaffolding with like a fucking rope hanging from wood and they were screaming bring us pence bring us pence we want to kill pence and pence if you recall is the sort of like Schneebly vice president to trump so it's like all of a sudden the rioters are screaming about killing pence why why were they doing that like why would that make any sense so from What we were seeing, we just saw, like, a mass... Now, never mind that if that was a Black Lives Matter... or Brown
3: Lives Matter, or any color.
4: Right. Then you'd have, like, everyone on Fox News talking about how we got... How they
3: executed everybody at the fucking Capitol,
4: right? Right, yeah. But in this one, it's like, freedom of speech! You know, these are good, honest people who were just upset, you know? (laughs) So, you kind of, like, go through this whole thing, and it's so... I mean, if you to really think about it, is the capital of the United States where Congress people are at? Which think about how much money is spent making sure that someone's not getting a gun inside the Capitol to shoot somebody, even a even a Congress you don't like. There's a lot of money spent. There's a lot of training spent. There's a lot of people and personnel that are put in place to stop all that shit. Right. So how is it that on this time when Right? How did
3: they set up? How does all that go down and nobody's stopping in here? And how did they even get close to that far? And there's no backup sent over. There's no nothing.
4: Right. Where people are calling for, like, the murder of the vice president. They really think, like, yeah, right. How did it even get to that? Because you know that if you make a weird.
3: Terrorist threat over the phone you're going to jail
4: Right You, you, right? Dude if you make a, a joke that sounded Somewhat serious and you're like Oh I'm gonna ice Trump Dude remember what happened to Kathy Griffin When she a Pretend fake Donald Trump Head with blood on it that had been severed yeah, yeah. Her whole I'm no fan of Kathy Griffin I'm just saying Her face right. disgusts me but I'm just saying <laughs> I'm just saying she got shit canned If I made a threat in a
3: Santa Monica courtroom. Right. I'd be doing 10 years. Right. Think about that.
2: Right. So just to rewind a bit, why were they calling for Mike Pence's head? Okay, this is a good question.
4: So before we get there, so this is what the January 6th. So they've done over a 1,000 interviews, the congresspeople, the congressmen. They've done over a thousand interviews of witnesses. Like, so think about attorneys doing depositions. They did over like a thousand depositions. That's an insane amount. Went through all the communications, went through all the photographs. And in fact, they've even had people whose whole job is to track Proud Boy members, identify them. And then look at whatever video footage was taken that day on January 6th. Because some of them have tattoos and markings. Where they can say, oh yeah, that's Bob so-and-so. And And one of the reasons why they had to do that was because what they've discovered in part of this process. Is that there was some Proud Boys were wearing uniforms that let people know I'm a Proud Boy. Some Proud Boys were wearing plain street clothes and blending in. With just the nudnik protesters. Why would they be doing that? We know why. Why? I mean, what are you thinking? To hide.
3: To camouflage.
4: Why would they want to look like common, regular idiot protesters for Trump? Not just to hide, but to direct an angry mob. Mm. To be one of them... And walking away and lead them so January six hearings have gone into this now you got to imagine right I Mean how many more investigations need to be done into this Trump guy? Mm. How many have we had? So this January six committee is like, okay, we're not gonna go out like the rest of them we want to get this in front of the American public so we are going to consolidate everything and then bring in the witnesses and primetime television and we're going to put it up and the American people are going to be able to see it. Now unfortunately it's during streaming times and people don't generally watch TV but and most people don't have three to four fucking hours to actually sit there and watch a a committee hearing Mm -hmm. right? even though it actually is maybe one of the most important significant things. Think about Richard Nixon. That's what they did when they caught Richard Nixon trying to break
3: Watergate in. and all that.
4: Yeah, he committed a crime, he directed the commission of a crime. And Congress decided, you know what, we need to hold these hearings, they need to be public so that people can see what is going on. The D- different time, though, everyone got off at 5 p.m., everyone had a job. So back then, you could just watch it, and people did for four. Th- five hours they'd be mixing high balls low balls drinking fucking smoking watching this whole thing go down and learning what's really going on so in these january 6 hearings it's hard to put your mind around like wait a minute okay Mm -hmm. i just need the fucking too lazy to read version like what happened Mm -hmm. right what's going on what's coming out so the number one thing to come out is that They wanted to kill Pence because Pence, at the last moment, decided he wasn't going to play the role. When they brought in their whole thing about how um, the election results were rigged and it was stolen, behind the scenes, all of like 90% of Trump's advisors were telling them there's no evidence. There's no evidence of any of this, and it's complete lunacy what you're saying right now. That's what they said privately. Publicly, they were still carrying the water for Trump. Privately, they were trying to tell him, like, bro, this ain't going to fly. Right. And he wasn't listening. And for instance, here's Bill Barr talking about this. Now, think about this we're bullshit. Well, let me just go right that he, that's it right there. That exactly. is right it. He goes I'm gonna give you just a little context so you can get I it. I mean that the claims of fraud were bullshit and uh, You know, he was indignant about that Trump. and um, I Reiterated that they would wasted a whole month on these claims on the Dominion voting machines, and they were idiotic claims. I specifically raised the Dominion voting machines, which I found to be among the most uh, disturbing allegations. Disturbing in the sense that I saw absolutely zero basis for the allegations, but they were- So, Bill Barr now, under oath, finally, with this committee, is admitting, and he uses the word bullshit on purpose because he wants to make it clear. Yes, he said bullshit. He wanted to make it clear That he told Trump behind the scenes, this is bullshit, buddy. The Dominion voting machine thing, all fake. And Trump basically said, well, then you don't have the stamina and the strength to be a real leader, right? Right. Right. You got to remember, Bill Barr was the attorney general of the United States when he was doing that. Mm. Really think about that. So. What they were trying, Sean? You just shook your head. What? What do you take us through? I, Go ahead. Come on. This guy's a. He's he he's so delusional and thinks that
2: whatever his way, it just needs to be. I don't know. It's. He's a piece of garbage, dude. He really is. He's really a piece of garbage. Right.
4: Remember, this is a guy that walked around uh, with the Bible to win Christians over. Like, that guy walked around, Trump walked around like, my favorite book, my first favorite book is the Bible. My second favorite book is the Bible. Right? I mean, think about what a cynical...
3: Why he was grabbing bitches and pussies and shit, right? Exactly. Right, right, right. This is the
4: same guy who's trying to get our Attorney General, of the United <sighs> States, to go along with something that there's His no idiotic evidence. Lies, right? right? Bullshit. Right. Bullshit. Bullshit. This is when bullshit kills. So, <clears throat> so what were they trying to do? They were trying to Trump people were trying to create the impression that the election had some irregularities. We don't even need any other thing, but it needs to be checked out. We got to investigate that before we can certify whether Biden or Trump won the election. So it's the job and has been since the very beginning of this fucking country for the vice president, in this case, that's Pence. I don't know what his first fucking name is. Doesn't matter. His job is to Walk into the Senate, collect the votes from each state, open them up, read them out, ask for some objections to be heard inside the Capitol right there. Is there anybody objects? In the same way when you're at a wedding and they go, Anybody wanna fucking say now or forever hold your be? Same thing exactly. And then He hits that gavel with a big, stupid fucking hammer, and then it's done and it's certified. Okay. The Trump's attorney had been working on Pence to block that, to stop that, to not allow Pence to do that, to get Pence in his own work. Right. In his own way to say, I can't certify the election yet. Hoping that the delay will cause enough of a street battle, a fight, that they will be able to stay in power, declare, you know, that it was all do the recount, whatever it is, but Trump would be able to stay in the office because he was the last acting president. And that is exactly what they wanted Pence to do. Now, while that's going on, you have Trump saying, we're going to give a speech January 6th, the day of the certification, the day, the very day that this is supposed to go down. I'm going to give a speech to my people about how they stole the election and how we got to go back and take back them. Go ahead, Sean. Their faces registering a level of disgust.
2: So now I'm, uh, you know, I wasn't really following along and now what you're spilling out is mm. makes complete fucking sense of why he timed these certain things to happen, he thought Mike Pence would hang in there for him, and now they're calling, they're storming the Capitol, saying hang hey, Mike Pence because he didn't, he didn't delay the certification.
4: Exactly. So yeah. what happened was, now listen, sets it up January sixth to give the speech. What what what? There was two alternatives. One was. He Pence hangs with us and gives me the sign off, Trump. Gives Trump the sign off. I'm with you, buddy. We're gonna stay in power. Let's do this. Then it's just a march on the Capitol, right? Or Pence says, I'm having second thoughts and I'm getting cold feet. I don't think I can go through with this. Then it's kill Mike Pence. And the Proud Boys and the Oath Keepers, but especially the Proud Boys, have been shown, and there's been testimony that they were aware that what was on the table was whether or not Pence is going to certify the election results.
2: Now, listen to me. He- hear me out. Hear me. Let's out. say Go ahead. Pence did fucking delay it or whatever, they stormed the Capitol bunch of shit happens and then later on a committee is put together and they find that fucking you know all this shit is bullshit and that fucking biden is president you telling me that trump wouldn't fucking hang pence out on a fucking ledge and be like course, oh well he just back. oh i didn't know he was gonna uh, yeah. delay the certification you yeah, know
4: that's not my thing no he that's that's hang
2: hang him out to dry
4: that's how stalin works Stalin yeah. would partner up with you to commit a crime put your name on it and then when it kept close to him You'd be put in prison for fucking around mm, and right. you maintain the power old playbook old playbook, bro so That's what's on the thing So when the proud boys show up like what they've elicited now You got to also understand that all the witnesses that they've called at this January 6th hearing are all Republicans Republican witnesses who were working for Trump Not a sing there's no Democrat that's like this is fucking no, these are all Republican conservative witnesses that worked in the inner circle, including his daughter, has been interviewed and has thrown her dad under the bus. Ivanka has been like, I wasn't a part of that. And I did hear that conversation. Blah 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 blah. Jared Kushner is also hedging his bets against the old man, saying like, well, you know. So, the Proud Boys show up on January... So, behind the scenes, before we get to that, John Eastman, remember Trump's lawyer, I told you? He's the one that came up with the legal theory of we're going to have Pence, and he has the power to stop the certification. Pence's lawyer, a guy whose name is Ludic. Ludic, yeah, I know, it's a weird last name. (laughs) He writes back. He writes a three-page memo, which I read. I went through it, because I'm like, I gotta see this. He writes back and says, Eastman's out of his fucking mind. Number one, the vice president does not have that authority. And it's illegal. And he cites to a case, a Supreme Court case from 1887, where it's directly on point. They're talking about The vice president's role in certifying the election and the Supreme Court justice says he's got no authority to investigate and his duties are merely ministerial. His duties are ministerial. And what that means is he's got no power for discretion. He's just mainly opening up envelopes, reading it. Are there any objections on the floor? Closed. And you can see why. You can see why, because if every time we had an election, you could have somebody fuck it all up like this, then you would never have a president and the country would fall apart. Right, right. And the founding fathers and all of those guys at the top already knew all the shenanigans that go on Mm -hmm. with that. These are old bureaucrats. They know. You can just delay something and then another thing. And before you know it, the guy's already been in power for two years, so let's just leave him in. Sort of what happened with Bush, too. When the Supreme Court, there was a fucking Florida right had a count problem. Right. And at some point, the Supreme that. Court just said, "You know what? No, we're going. All right, this is it. No more fucking around because we can't delay with this shit." Yeah, it was like, Al Gore one, right? That was that? That's when he then grew a beard and got fat and was depressed for like five years, and then came back and became a spokesperson for Apple. Anyway, the point of the matter is, so 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 behind the scenes, you have the battles, right? And so. Eastman's told. And so the lawyer for Mike Pence says to Eastman and now it's been testified to by all these guys that Trump is present for these discussions. Really? Yeah. So it's not that he doesn't know. And he's hired Eastman as his attorney because he needs somebody like Eastman who is going to concoct and is crazy enough to do this kind of stupid shit. That's why he's in the inner sanctum. That's why he's hired this guy. Trump is not an egotistical guy that doesn't know what's going on. He is orchestrating this. That's why Giuliani's on his on his thing. I mean not on, on his dick? Yes, well, no, that's I'm why Giuliani's on Trump. Yes. Yeah. By the way, strangely enough, during the January 6th thing, not only did we hear testimony about all that kind of stuff, We also heard testimony that Giuliani was drunk on January 6th.
2: Drunk every day. Yeah,
4: he was drunk. There's people who are like, would you say he was intoxicated? He's like, yeah, he was was drinking. He was drunk, clearly, talking to the president, explaining how this could all work out drunk. So you have a drunk Giuliani. You got Trump, right, who's like, all right, Pence, it's time for you to show up and earn your money now, buddy, because we're going to take this country over. And you have the Proud Boys, who at January 6th, the other thing that came out, the Proud Boys did not sit and listen to Trump's speech. They were too busy. Right. It wasn't for them to hear. They went ahead. They were an advanced team. And they went to five different, like, choke points.
2: Has anyone confirmed that those two were in communication? Uh, With Proud Boys and anyone in yeah.
4: Trump's team, well, um, it hasn't come out yet, hmm. exactly, but you can hear from the Proud Boys themselves and the, their own video that when he said "stand and back that, and stand by," yeah, they made shirts that said "stand by." and it re-energized all of them It's crazy they all and remember that was back in the debates right stand back and stand by and if you remember that moment there was something very odd about that moment like he he like he was like stand back and stand by and he like thrust his chest out he was like feeling his queenness so so he so they go in advance and they remove fences they overwhelm one Capitol Guard and they start removing barricades in plain clothes and all this other shit. And they start they get ready to channel the angry mob that Trump is going to whip up. The angry mob that Trump is going to whip up has an advanced team that is going to shepherd them to certain weak points in the security to overrun the Capitol. Really think about that. All in broad daylight so so the lawyers are arguing finally Pence's lawyer says to John Eastman you know this is a not gonna work right you know that right Eastman says no I don't know that he goes well if we get this thing goes up to the Supreme Court you know that the Supreme Court is gonna vote 9 to 0 against what you're proposing Eastman finally acknowledges, well, it's probably going to be more like seven to two. But yes, we'll probably lose that. Hmm. Then Eastman says, but I bet the Supreme Court's not going to take it up.
2: Why do you think that?
4: Because John Eastman along with being a totally dishonest attorney and a crack crackpot, like a real crank. He was a clerk for the Supreme Court justice for Clarence Thomas.
2: Oh no, dude. No. He had and, an inside line.
4: And not only was he a clerk for Clarence Thomas, but his, Clarence Thomas's wife, who looks a little like Uncle Buck, Ginny Thomas. Ginny <laughs> Thomas. She was in communication with Eastman, and there is emails and texts where she is parodying QAnon conspiracy. Oh, no. And the committee has invited her to come and speak. No way, dude. So when Eastman turned back to Pence's attorney and said, I bet they're not going to take it up. Pence's attorney turns back to Eastman and says, well, and this is Pence's attorney, by the way, Lou Dick, this guy, He's not like a liberal. He's actually an asshole conservative judge that we would normally hate under other circumstances. But even he is not going along with this. (laughs) So Ludic turns to him and goes, so if they don't take it up, then this is going to have to be decided by violence then. And Eastman said, well... American history we've had to decide some things by violence Mm
3: -hmm. true
4: think about that
3: true (laughs) a few things by violence it's the only way anything's gonna get handled wow
4: so that's all happening right Mm. so then Mm. now before now look You've got a Now, you've seen the rioters, right? I mean, these are the dregs of like the Trailer Park Society. These are the ones that are already on one. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. They they think they're at a football game or something. They're like, oh, I got painted faces. You, you know, fucking Shaka Khan. What was that guy's mm-hmm. name? The fucking shaman, the QAnon shaman. Like, they got all these uh, masses of them down there who believe. Stop the steal. <laughs> right. Like, so right. you got. The fucking Proud Boy is greasing up the chutes to get everyone ready for this fucking thing. So, and Ivanka testifies to this. Trump gives Pence one last call before his speech. Before his speech. And he tells Pence, you're going to do the right thing, aren't you? Yes, you're not going to certify these motherfucking things, right? Other people are there. Other people said they heard Trump start yelling. Ivanka said it was a heated discussion because Pence on the other side finally is like, I can't do it, sir. I don't have the authority. I'm not going to do it. And then Trump goes, you know, you're a fucking pussy. You're a real wimp. You're a real wimp. And like Pence was like, I just can't. I'm not a part of this. He's that friend, you know, where you almost like you're going to do whatever you're going to do and then he backs out yeah. at the yeah. He's like, I'm going. Oh, no.
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> I'm not getting in the car, guys. Right. So Trump calls him a pussy and a wimp and, and people heard it. And so Pence realizes at least it's testified to by his aides that this is really happening. I think hmm. Somewhere, I don't, I'm don't. i not going to say this because maybe it's not true, but somewhere along the way, it became real, real for Pence that, no, there, we really are having some kind of group that's trying to take over the government. That's what's happening right now. So, and people testified to this. Trump's aides testified to this. He had a different speech. And then after the call with Pence... Trump gets up in front of everybody and says, looks like Pence isn't going to do the right thing. Mm. And you got to be strong in times like this. And Pence isn't strong. And and it's a shame that Pence won't do what's right. No way. To the mob. And that's why you get people running that are like, we got to kill Pence. We're going to kill him. Hang him up. And that's exactly what happens. They go down there, they breach through, their, they're starting the certification process, they kill a cop, they smear shit, they're trying to find Pence, and security's got all the congresspeople down in a bunker. Right. And so now they're going to escort Pence and his family. Now listen to this, this is the most chilling part. This is truly the most chilling fucking part of this whole thing. We're only like day three. So they get to the limo. Now, these are the presidential limos that are like, you could hit it with a nuclear bomb and nothing's going to happen. They call them the beasts, right? They fly with everybody. This is all we use. They got one ready to go because the mob has come to the Capitol. They've broken in, and the Secret Service grabs Pence and his aides and everybody, they put him in the limo, and they grab Pence And Pence stops and says, I'm not getting in that limo. He goes, I don't know who that driver is, and I'm not getting in that limo. Uh And he stays to finish the certification, but he does not get in the limo with the unknown secret service driver. Hmm. uh, You're making faces. Did he know some? Was he tipped off, or was he might have just understood that if he gets in that limo, they're going to take him out of DC, and that certification is never going to get done. Hmm. Whatever the situation was, whatever Pence understood, made him think twice about getting inside that car.
0: Hmm.
4: It's a weird twist. Why?
2: Well, I mean, it could have been either way. I mean, what if the, the limo driver would have stopped in the middle of the crowd or something and let, just let the crowd have the...
4: You, I, I think that on some level, it's so hard for Americans to believe that there was a coordinated attempt to take over the government. Yeah. That it's hard for us to imagine that all of this had been figured out and planned ahead and put in place. It's hard for us to believe that whoever because because trump is the head of the secret service and you got to remember these racists right when you look at the cops like not all cops are racist like some of the cops but then there's like a huge contingency these racists have infiltrated cops the military and i guarantee you even the secret service man it's just another one of those jobs where you get to carry a gun some of those who work forces? Yeah, were the same ones that burned crosses. And so Pence, even though I mean Pence should have said something about like 60 days before all that. Said, like, listen, this guy's out of his fucking mind. Fuck, bro. He was playing with fire. So were all the Republicans. They were playing with fire. Yeah. And that's how close. So that's what's coming out of the January 6th hearings. And it's not finished. So are they going to be able to tie communications directly to Somebody in the Trump White House with the Proud Boys? I think so. You think so? I'm pretty certain they will be able to because the guys like Eastman or that My Pillow guy, remember, he visits the White House after that. I'm telling you, when, you it, when it was all unfolding, it was just kind of weird, disparate events and like, oh, this is crazy. When you look backwards at it, you can see. You know what, though? Trump has just
2: the you know huge track record of everything just not sticking. Oh yeah! I mean everything from the Russian,
4: you know. Oh, I thought you mean like it never got finished, like his failed. No, Atlanta I mean casino.
2: like everything they try him for, like whatever, you know, just doesn't stick. And well, I there's wonder...
4: a there's a reason why his Bill Barr and all these guys that were actually working for the president who played both sides, right? It wasn't like Bill Barr was ringing any alarms before this, because what the guy won. <laughs>
2: Right,
4: but you're saying I don't know if it'll stick. I think uh, because they're getting his inner sanctum to testify, I think that they're they're definitely going to be able to make this stick. Hmm. And I think you know it is politically motivated to a certain extent because I think it makes sense to bring this all out during the next election cycle because people got to know like what you're dealing with you know before <clears throat> i have a few friends of mine that are, are Tr- friends trump supporters right no yeah yeah they were okay you know one i do yeah. yeah and i used to think like oh you know what they're just an idiot that's what i used to think i really used to think that like oh well that's obviously a fucking idiot And then kind of when you look at Trump, you go like, ah, it's an idiot. But you know what? The truth is, is that they're corrupt. They're not idiots. They're corrupt. They're willing to sell out the country for power and victory. And it doesn't matter to them. And they're racist. They're real racists, bro. Like, we're living in a time where the racism has gotten so out of control And when I say racism, I'm including sexism and gayism and whatever the fuck that is, right? I'm including it all. It's so out of control. And so many people feel like they can't do anything about it. Like they don't feel like they can do anything about it. That that I do think, even in these local elections and all this other stuff, that we're running the risk of a lot of, evil people being put into positions of power the kind of person that you know could mockingly look in your face and say oj's guilty and everybody knows it it's disgusting what it's come to and then when you bring up trump they're like oh he's innocent this is he's being railroaded he's being tarred and feathered it's so f- that's not fair those are the those they have, they they hold those same opinions and they, they hold the same one with the, the guns where you're like, well, don't you think at least for guns that are used for war, we should like just ban those? What are you, crazy? Blah, 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 blah. And then churches like every day are getting right, shot up. Right. These are the same Born people yeah, who think that Christians are supposed to be carrying guns and killing people. That's what they think. They think that Christians should have conservative short hair. even though the guy they love had long ass hair and looked like a hippie really think about that like these are these people and they're corrupt and they don't want to change and they and they're they're ruining this country they're i would take 10 welfare mothers over one of these sideshows any day of the week any day of the week so I just wanted to kind of walk us through the January six hearings and say, like, this is what's coming out because none of us has the time anymore, right? To really pay attention, right? And that's partly why we are, we're losing a sense of community is because when we have important things like this going on, like these January six hearings, and we have all sorts of, we are not having. All of us don't have the luxury, the time, the leisure to sit down. And discuss argue see the same event with everyone's different eyes so that we can all weigh in on it that's what binds and knits in my mind like a community we don't have that
2: that's true 100%
4: and so what seems to like what happens is is that we're so busy trying to make earn a living that we don't have time for that then we have kids and then you sit back and you're like what am I supposed to make out of all of this? Like, what am I supposed to do? It it used to be, you
2: know, you'd come home from your job and you, you know, you put in a square eight hours. Right. And then that's it. You, You get to turn it off, like completely switch it off. Right. Go home, be present for your kids. Even, you know, probably back in the day, you know, fucking 60s, 70s, maybe even the 80s. Drink. Drink, relax. Smoke.
4: Smoke. Seriously. Didn't really think about it. You could turn your own house into a tavern. <laughs> you could. Which is sort yeah. of like, that really is where in some ways like a community is bound. Right. You know, you've got a place where everyone can drink and smoke. Yeah, you, you could kids. smoke around the kids. You didn't yeah. have to go outside. Right. And you could fucking... This is why I'm always like, fuck it, dude I believe in secondhand smoke And the thing is, is like, you'd all talk You could talk about what's going on culturally Come to some consensus That is what it
2: used to be I don't think that, you know, now you gotta commute You got. You probably work more than eight hours
4: And for less? For Yeah
2: And, you know, both of you have to work You know, the, the mother and the father Right and um yes, yeah, fucking you don't have the time to like wh- who's going to sit down in front of the TV and watch these hearings and then make
4: of it, you know. What and what are they going to make of it? Fuck fine. Right. And then you're sitting there and you're like, "Fuck, what am I supposed And before you can even like think about what to do, it's time to get up. It's
2: time to go to bed.
4: Time to go to bed, time to get up, time to get back to work, time to fucking This is why I'm saying like this whole thing about like you know persons at the top Owning everything's gotta stop Because we can't We need way more time to sit around And fucking chop this shit up As much as whoever pundit Everybody loves some pundit Okay right. All right. And, and, and no pundit is perfect And no pundit is going to take you Through the original material And until you can go through the original material It's really hard not to just adopt What the pundit's saying That's for sure Right. So if you want to break that, if you really want to break that, you have to give everyone a fucking break and let them have some time to sort through the source material. That's funny you said that. Who is a, like if I,
2: I'm I'm just a normal red-blooded American. Yeah. Maybe I lean left. Maybe I lean right. Uh. But who can I count on to deliver me uncolored truth?
4: nobody 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 not even yourself Mm. so so when you say that like who can deliver it there's a couple of this is why education is so fucking important because first of all uncolored truth is a myth that's used to get people to think that their version is right right so if you're on the right or the left right like if you're listening to infowars like when you look at the infowars guy guy looks like he's gonna explode <laughs> alex what is his name alex jones alex jones right he's his That's brother's mike crazy. jones right invented lean. Mike jones lean but he but alex jones right looks like he's gonna explode now i honestly believe that if you really listen to what he was saying and stuff i think the most people would be like yeah that sounds bizarre what he's talking about right but the problem is, is that because there's a myth of an uncolored truth, it sets up the expectation that what you've been told is a lie. And oftentimes it is. But this is the real one. Right. What you've been told is a lie. This is the real one. Then you go over there and next thing you know, right, you're a QAnon shaman. <laughs> and you don't, you don't know. So so all of that, right, you got to let go of that. Second piece is, is that. What you can, this is the other part. This is why education is important. Because you also have to be able to do a good assessment of words. Because sometimes words have two meanings or three meanings or four meanings. And so what can happen is is that people are using the words slightly differently. And as a result, people think they're saying similar things. Or they're buying into something. And they're being duped. And, and it's, it's what advertising uses this all the time. The other piece of so you have to be, like, somehow educated enough to catch all that shit. You have to catch it. <laughs> because think about this. Like, in Christianity, right? Like, in Christianity, you had the Catholic. Originally, you just had a bunch of slaves and women who were Christians. Really think about this, Sean. I'm going to walk you through this real quick. Yeah, I hear that too. Fuck it. That's the devil trying to shot me down about God. Listen, originally in Roman Empire, right? Right. You had this crazy Jewish kid named Jesus, right? Who the Jews, the Jewish orthodoxy at the time were like, yeah, this guy's a rabble rouser. Rome, we need you to kill him. All right? So the legend goes. So they kill him. The Romans don't give a fuck. They love killing people. They got a whole fucking... Entertainment plaza devoted to chopping off people's heads and flowing, eat, letting rhinoceroses eaten. Okay. They kill Jesus, right? What's his charge? Fuck, it's a great question. I think it's um, uh, like blasphemy and or um, violating ethical norms. It's the same kind of thing that um, uh, Socrates was charged with. Mm. Right. He was corrupting the youth by saying a bunch of shit that <laughs> that the that the elders that were benefiting from the from the situation didn't like. Whenever that happens, they're always like, Hey, you're ruining the kids. Right. It's all about the kids. Fucking progressives. We gotta fix the right. Yeah, he was too progressive. Right. He was basically saying to the, the people in the Jewish faith, like, you know what, you don't need all this fucking shit. Just talk directly to God. And you know what? God doesn't even like it. When you put this much pretense together, if you're praying like that, then you're really just doing an ego trip. That's not you need to get alone, get humble. No one needs to know your prayer. No one needs to look at this guy and be like, hey, what a great guy. Right. So whoever was in charge in that in Judea was like, all right, fuck this guy. It's fucking it up. Send him out of here. Romans are like, yeah, we just kill people. We love killing people. So long as you pay your tribute, we'll do whatever we want. They kill them. And then like about 80 years later or something like this, right, a small Jewish cult starts. Small Jewish cult yeah, called Christianity. Now, nobody took that shit seriously at the time. There was like a real – it was like Scientology now. It was like, what? What? Right? And you got to remember too – People had been like burning incense and sacrificing animals just for, since time immemorial. Right. Like if you ain't killing a bull, right. you ain't doing shit, right? We lost this war because we got a whole bunch of motherfuckers that ain't killing enough animals. What the fuck? All right. So then the Christians, though, the cult, right? They do their little secret churches with the sign and the fish and all that's where that shit comes from. So they, they, it's women who had no power in Rome and slaves who had no power in Rome. They start like a real natural like early Christian religion that's not about hierarchy and it's kind of like really about like what Quakers are like. Then the Roman Empire adopts Christianity. I'm not going to take you through the whole process but it's essentially like the United States or or China. Like imagine China was like all right we're Christian now and we believe in Christianity it's going to be regulated by us. Right. And then before you know it it's now the state religion. Right. Which is something that most likely, Jesus Christ, based on the words that are in the Bible, he would have never been behind that. He would have been like... <laughs> that's why he said, render under Caesar what belongs to Caesar. Because he said, pay your taxes, do all this shit. I don't want to get involved in that. That's that's the affairs of bullshit.
3: Most of the people who wrote the Bible were uh, wrote it 100 years after he was dead. They wouldn't know Jesus if they saw him in the street.
4: Exactly. So those that's gets to such a place think about how so that that becomes so roman empire becomes the roman catholic church and they had all of these guys whose job called priests you're not allowed to read the bible we're going to keep it in a language that most people don't know remember thousand words was saying like look i wrote in hieroglyphics like like rakim so nobody could steal my shit that is exactly what the Catholic Church was doing by leaving it in the old Latin. The rest of Europe couldn't read it. And you needed a priest. So you had to go to the church. And the priest could look at it and be like, well, it says, you know, stop touching yourself. That's what it says. And the confessions and all that other shit, right? Right. So that's how it goes. Then this German prick, Martin Luther, goes, You've heard of Lutherans, right? Mm-hmm. He goes. I went to Lutheran school. Did you? Yeah. All right. So he's a Catholic, right? But he's, he, he goes to Rome because he's like, I'm going to go to where they make the cheese. I'm going to see it. He goes there. And what does he see? Nothing but fornication, drunkery, and people wasting the churchgoers' money <laughs> on dumb shit. I'm not kidding you. He goes there and he can't believe his eyes. And he's so naive. He's like a broke German monk guy. He thinks he's going to go there and see like all these people like torturing themselves for God, you know, and living humbly. Instead, he goes there and everyone's wearing Gucci fucking shoes and all this other bullshit. And he's like, this ain't Christianity. So, reformation. He says, fuck that. So, you get a bunch of those kinds of things. And the concept was, you don't need anyone between you and God. You have your own personal relationship with God. And we're going to... Get a Bible that you can read so you can decide for yourself what the Word of God is. It was a self-empowerment thing, right? Cut to America 2022. All of the descendants of this idea that you have a personal relationship with your God all go to like a mega church where there's a guy that's telling you what God thinks. The complete opposite and remade Catholic church, just the American version. That's all that is and so yeah you have the Bible yes it's in English but the trick is is that they've got all of these helper Bibles and people telling you what is meant by that Mm. and that's how you can have in America a religion that was started by women and slaves that the slave-owning southern said though those slaves cannot be taught the Bible the religion that was originated by slaves, we can't let these slaves hear it because then they're going to go nuts and, and everything's going to change. That's how twisted religion can get in America to the point that people really believe that Jesus would be behind these guns, <laughs> that Jesus really would. Yeah, right. They, they, It's it's insanity. Yeah. And I'm now, you know, you can say it to the United States and you can also say it to the religious communities. I'm not even going to just limit it to the Christians, okay? I'm not. Because I see it all the time. I see these Hindu ones. I see these Buddhist ones. I see the Christian ones. And I believe in God. Let's just get that straight. I do. I'm not going to get into that. And I love your book and your book. I understand. But I'm just saying, I, but organized religion seems to me about having sex you're not supposed to have with your members and stealing their money. That's how I feel. And I feel like if we were to get back to basics, like you see on those meals that Big Luck shows everyone, it's usually like a chicken breast and some tomatoes. Right? Back to basics. You'd have to give up this whole thing about self-aggrandizement and fucking materialistic shit, tell the advertisers, enough already. Shut it down. You get one hour a day to come around and tell me what's so good about your fucking bullshit and then get out of my face. Yeah. The government has to step up and provide real medical services for people. The people that are on the street suffering from addiction and mental abuse, they need to be able to be taken care of you know it'd save us more money probably to put people in the facilities that are paid for that are going to take care of these folks than it does to deal with them the way we're dealing with them
3: you know what my quote today is out of uh, conversations with god what is it religion asks you to learn from the experience of others spirituality urges you to seek your own
4: I love that. That's true America right there. I'm telling you part. Your bro. own experience conversations with God. I love nah, that. Man,
3: I, I tell you man, I am sorry, bro. I should have picked up the red line before we came back.
4: Dude, this has become No, no, no. This has become part. I almost love it. What other show can you have where like, you know, one My of the name hosts takes a nap. The other one's just talking like crazily about Catholic history. You know, the whole thing for me cannot be duplicated, cannot be replicated cuz it's really us.
3: I'm a little bit bummed cuz I love uh when you speak on uh Catholicism and Christianity and Rome and the church and state and all yeah. that. Bro is like so many people don't know about it. You broke it down to me once a couple years back. Yeah. And you talked about Martin Luther. Yeah. And, uh, and today you were talking about that. It's, it's really important that people know, man. A lot of people don't know. I didn't know. I didn't understand.
4: <sighs> this, is, this is why we need the community. This is why the hard luck community is so important. We need to share ideas. We need to talk about the things that are in our lives to help educate each other.
2: I'm going to reach out to our audience right now and say, if you have an idea we, how we can expand our community. Yeah. Yes. And get your input directly to the show. Yes. Please let us know, man. Go to um, hardluckshow.com and hit us up. It'll be uncomfortable
4: because everyone's so trained or so inundated with just take what we give you. <clears throat> right. Right. We're not asking that. We're saying we're giving you something, but we want something back from you. We're interested to hear from you. Right.
3: You you know, another thing is this man is like I think we've talked about this before. Like and and I'm confused. Some of like um, even you get down to like uh, Democrats, Republican, uh, independent. uh, What is a democracy? What does that mean? Like some people don't know that came out of Rome. Right. The Democratic and Congress and like people don't, uh, the average person does not know nor and they're not supposed to understand the rhetoric of like congressmen and this and that like people don't understand or know what? This
2: guy just woke up out of college spitting knowledge.
3: Right. no, And I think (laughs) that we should, I think we should break some stuff like that down for people on our show to understand How things get passed How they don't How Where our voice is at What it means If it's being If it's in Congress Legislation And this And why You know like I'm saying Like And Chumon You Understand it And you can share it In a way You know a lot I think you should I think you should Fucking help us To understand that We need to break Some of that down For Mm -hmm. people
4: Would I really I I would love to do it I would love to do it. And just remember that famous quote, whoever controls the education of our children controls the future.
3: Whoever owns the education on that is doing a horrible job because our teachers are not being taken care of. Therefore, our children aren't being taken care of.
4: I, 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 that's, that's why it's so crazy that the textbooks that they select for the teachers, like your, your brilliant beautiful bird, you know, she's constrained a little bit by the way... The schools force whatever she uses, right? But that's it. a political thing. So imagine this, right? What, you gotta like run, do an election, and get all this fighting just to determine what book a kid could be taught. And so, think about the people that are the most obsessed about controlling education, like controlling what you learn. There's not gonna, there's not a whole bunch of people out there that are rushing to t- teach true Chicano history to these children. <laughs> I'm
3: not going to get into it right now but Bird had an interview at um, at her school to get the position as the full-time fourth grade cuz she got it by way of a substitute. Yeah. So she was in front of the principal, front of the head of the PTA, other yeah, like five people yeah. in the interview. Yeah. And they asked her how she was going to teach this and what methods was she going to do for that. And then yeah. They said, what questions do you have for us? And I can't remember which ones they were, but you know, she's kind of a rebel in right. that school. Right. And she, one of her questions was, how are we going to share with our kids or determine factors of what's going on in the world? How do we communicate or uncommunicate their fourth graders uh, to what's going on with Black Lives Matter and this and that and the shootings? And, and there was something else. And they kind of said to her, Listen, uh, Sophia, we know that you taught school down in the South when you were in University of Alabama. We know that you're very pro Black Lives Matter and da, 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 all this stuff. And we think that that's really important that you hear here at this school, that you have that voice because these kids need it. To... But the way she told me, it sounded like. I don't know, maybe that's for a different show, but oh, yeah. we're going to talk about that. We
4: should, because that's how a lot of those decisions are made. It's not made openly.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Right? It's not yep, made yep, openly. Yep. It's a bunch of lip service. That's how these fuckers get in Waiting play. to see what happens. That's right. Well, listen.
3: Yes. Thank you, Chumahan.
4: Thank you. Big Lux. Thank you, old blue eyes. Absolutely. And listen, if you don't know by now, you better go to supermaxhardware.com and stop looking like crap. Really look Wake good. up. Yeah. <laughs> wake
3: what? up right
4: now. <laughs> you better wake up. Listen, the next person that wakes up better be, be able to come off the dome with some serious knowledge like Big Lux just did. He laid it all out, bro. That was You just came out. Nap like, the knowledge, they call it. <laughs> <laughs> you like woke up You just Some ways you really are Like my he dad inspired just me Just woke right up Out of the thing And went like Let me tell you something This whole thing The Senate <laughs> The Congress It's just come. <laughs> It's like my dad he was like, Right out of a dead yeah. sleep uh, uh, Look it So uh, Supermaxhardware.com Vibes Rolling papers uh, Burner Cookies, cookies SF yes. cookies Big things Keep a lookout Hard luck show Getting a Dropping a summer capsule sometime before July ish. Something, right? Is that right? Yeah. Do I got that right? pool yeah. beard oils. Poo-poo. Right. Poo-poo. Putting the man in manifest. Also, uh, Sean at Movemental. Uh,
2: yes. Uh.
4: Sean at yeah. movemental.media.net HLS.gumroad.com Right yeah. Slash posts Go to the post Get your three pack Of the street sack It's gonna be The craziest shit You've ever heard Nothing but music Nothing but music It's and, free and It's free It's free Proto man. episodes Proto Bill be- uh, Bilbo Baggins That's on our Gumroad Yeah, And Art of War Art of War LA Crime Mixtape
2: And And uh, What's the one, one We left out oh, Bo and
4: LLP Yes. We wear, we braids, wear a braids to court. Yeah, we wear braids to court. Let the tomahawks fly. Best legal representation of money can buy. That's and right. and and uh, what do we say show in that movie? Right media? amigos. From and www.adios.amigos.com.
2: Okay, sir. Yes, sir. Well, I brought you here today because um, there's been some developments. We made the show on Saturday about the January 6th hearings. And uh, I felt like there was some stuff that was
4: updated since then. That required an additional supplement show. Right. I don't know about a show, but just an additional supplement. Right. So this is like kind of like extra. This is like an extra insert or an extra, maybe a, an Easter egg, right. right? An additional update because what's coming out from these hearings is so salacious. It's more than salacious. It's just, it's, it's mind boggling. It's to the point where you kind of... Can't really wrap your mind around just how corrupt and anti-American and like almost third-worldish, right? This yeah. is you. You can't. The American mind has not been fed a reality that would allow us to fully understand what's what's been taken.
2: It's fucking insane. I was listening in the car. You know, I, I wasn't following it, really.
4: Who can't? Who can follow
2: it? Who's and, got the t- I mean, no one. But I mean, I, I was in the car and I started hearing the stuff they were saying about the voters. And I was just like, this is crazy,
4: man. Right. So, I mean, some of the things additionally, right, that have come out. So, we've already, we, the last show, we sort of drew our arms around the concept of what happened to Mike Pence right the vice president right. and how trump basically used a mob with the advance guard of the proud boys who are a white power entity right to launch an attack on the vice president you got to remember this was their final this was their last sort of part of their plan before that they had done a lot of the things that you're starting to hear about in these January 6th hearings. And before we even get to those things, we got to just fucking remind everybody. Do you understand that the people testifying are all conservative Republicans who wanted Trump to win? Right. OK, these are not turncoat fucking you know, soft belly Democrats or horn dog Democrats or whatever. You know, welfare moms that are like trying to get rid of Trump. These are clean shaven, uptight
2: red tie wearing,
4: right? Red tie wearing, uptight fucking Tea Party and fucking MAGA freaks who wanted Trump to win, and now they. <laughs> are testifying against him because they're pissed at what he did to them. (laughs) And and also drunkard Giuliani, who's a part of his whole thing. Drunkard Giuliani. I mean, it's kind of on some level, the way that they were able to portray themselves as clowns, it hid was the actual mask that hid just how corrupt and evil and premeditated they were.
2: So I I think, can we go over just as a timeline, what happened um, that that the January 6th committee is covering? Because I think some people are listening to this and they're like, what is going on exactly?
4: Well, okay. So they're covering everything that led up too, and some things that happened after the riots in Washington DC, where that mob had broken into the nation's capital and smeared feces on the walls and like, you know, stole right, stole Pelosi's undergarments and ran a- you know, I, I gotta tell you something. It really should for all of those MAGA freaks we talk about how Pelosi's crazy and all this shit. And for all the stuff that they've said about all of these politicians that they're all eating babies and selling children on the black market, it when they went into and broke into the Capitol, they did not return with evidence. They're, they didn't pull anything out. Think about that. Right. Think about that. Think about that. These people who who went to pizza places and thought like there's children locked in basements in a pizza hut. Or All right, right. <laughs> they went in there and they even stole Pelosi's laptop and they took it home. They did not uncover vast amounts of child porn or anything close. And if they had, if they had seen anything close to pedophilia, anywhere in that Capitol dome in those offices, you best believe it would have been on Fox News. For sure. Okay. For sure. So that's, that's the most eye-opening thing is for all that conspiracy shit, they broke in, they took shit, and they found nothing. They found zero. That's number one. Mm-hmm. Number two is um, that Trump, it's been uncovered leading up to before January 6th, And before the attack on Pence, his own vice president, and before all that stuff, Trump had already unsuccessfully tried to launch, number one, a campaign of terror on local officials in counties that were sympathetic to him. Right. Right. This this wasn't. Like liberal San Francisco, this was Georgia, this was Mississippi, this was people, these were people who had already said, you know what, we're going to, and it was state facilities, it wasn't federal (laughs) facilities. And Trump was waging a campaign of terror to force these people into creating fraudulent, yeah, fraudulent vote counts. The very thing that they claimed that they were trying to, quote unquote, stop was the very thing that they were doing. And again, I don't think these Trump people would have come forward if their lives hadn't eventually been put in danger. Now, I'm telling you, this is not hanging chads. This is not people looking at, you know, paper ballots. This is the vote results are already in. There's no fraud. Giuliani knows there's no fraud. Trump knows there's no fraud. Everybody, John Eastman, the ex-clerk for Clarence Thomas and his stupid-ass wife, Uncle Buck, Ginny, they all know there's no voter fraud. They know it. They've got communications and text messages, emails, notes, memos from everybody that there is no actionable fraud and they've even and if you recall Giuliani went on that whistle stop tour where he drunkenly and brazenly went into all these different states and filed lawsuit after lawsuit after lawsuit in in a scientific sample not just one state one county a blue dog county no multiple states multiple counties a lot of which were sympathetic and the judges who, because they adhere to the rule of law and evidence were like, yeah, there is nothing here. Zero. So then Trump started um, and he actually made personal calls, started trying to talk people into faking votes. You know, the famous headline is, I just need 11,000. I just need 11,000 more votes, you know? As if it was something you could order on tap. And I suppose that an entitled, you know, sort of like sloppy fat dude who uh, I think he would think you could order votes on tap. Like I think a guy like that doesn't have any concept that It can't be manipulated, conjoled. I think he thinks that's normal. That's fine. If you can get away with it, fine. It's really how it was. And they started um, using their MAGA freaks. Now you gotta remember, these are the same kinds of people that are going to hang Mike Pence like they're going to a Green Bay Packer game. They're dressing up, they've got fucking Viking helmets on, tridents, they're like painted red and blue. They're firing off shit. They've got old muskets, real fucking nut jobs, like real wackies. They've s- Trump and his, Trump and his people sent these people to the officials' houses. And one of the people had like a 15-year-old daughter who was home alone with grown men you know, these sort of like dwarf type fat dudes that are red in the face and they got a beard and they're, and they've got a lot of, you know, fat around their organs, organ fat, that hard organ fat. Yeah. They're like outside screaming about killing them. And there's like a teenage person at home, like what's going on? So all of that and making their, um, information and personal information public on the internet Trump's people did that in order to pressure all these people to cave in to Trump's demands which was at this point he didn't even really want to win the election he just wanted there to be at least the perception of a problem we we don't even need it to actually be a problem we just need there to be a reason for a delay there's a perception of a problem Right, for some kind of we don't know. They say this, they say that. We gotta let the courts sort it up. But unfortunately, even that was a lie. And that's really what they were trying to create was at least a delay, some kind of some kind of uh, manufacturing controversy that would stop the certifications and the elect and the electors from going to Washington D.C. and Giuliani, of course. When we just we talked about that, right? I mean right. Giuliani drunk and Giuliani uh what did he do he
2: tried to he tried to get electoral college voters <laughs> fraudulent voters right that would would sign a certificate saying that they were an electoral voter or whatever and then he was going to sneak them into the place where i guess they fly these people to to uh, DC or something. I'm not yeah, sure exactly I what happens,
4: but they he was
2: gonna sneak them in the day before, <laughs> and I don't know what they were gonna sleep in the bathroom or what. I don't know what the fuck. But they so they they didn't have to get like carted at the door or whatever. They were going to sneak them in the day before, and then when this happened, they were going to. You know, present their case or whatever. Or, you know, if they're questioned, they'd be like, "Hey, well, we know that uh, the people were voting for Trump in there or whatever." You know what I mean? Yeah, to, to disrupt, right? This this voting. This
4: is all happening before the mob riot and before the Pence life endangerment. And people, the people
2: that they pulled to become these fake electoral voters, they knew this was illegal. Yes. All the staff knew it was illegal. Yes. And the electoral voters, the people that were f- fraudulently acting like that, they were like, okay, I'll do it. But if I get caught, you got to pay for my legal fees. And they're like, ah, no problem, no problem.
4: <laughs> and then it'll be like QAnon, Shaman or whatever, where it's like, well, we don't know that guy. Who's that guy? Right, man? right. Exactly. I didn't tell him to do anything. I mean, what am I? he's on his own. Look, he's a grown man. <laughs> It's they talking. don't serve organic food in prison. Meat, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but they do serve man meat. And you're going to be getting a lot of <laughs> Don't you worry, buddy. <laughs> but the thing is, is like, yeah. So I think that's the part that's hard for everyone to buy into, or at least understand, is that we kind of knew that he was like a baby. Trump was a baby and couldn't accept the defeat. And that was right. kind of like, sort of what it was, and then something like a riot got out of hand. But the truth of the matter was was that there had been a long-range plan and meditation, premeditation, into how to take over the United States, genuinely take over the United States, part of which included the crazy drunk Giuliani concept of we're going to sneak fake electoral guys into the Capitol. And this is and, and, and this and create a controversy. Now, amid all of that, right? So imagine even if that takes place and imagine that they had these sweaty night, like intense, you know, discussions like it'll never work. And Giuliani saying that it doesn't have to work. We just got to fucking create a problem. And at the end of the day, we pretend like we don't know. And we're just trying to sort it out. No rush to judgment. Let's figure it out. How did it work with Bush, too? It, it just took so long that eventually the Supreme Court was like, fuck it, we got to get a president. That is exactly what they were strategizing on. Fuck it, time's up, right? You got to understand that in 200 years that this country's been around, whatever it is, 210, 220, 1776, whatever the fuck, right? This kind of shit has not happened. Think about that. Part of What made the United States an efficient governing power was that they're able to hand over the keys to the kingdom to a new, a revolution even, a revolution. You got to remember, think about this, a revolution like from George Bush Sr. to Bill Clinton. I mean, it's like almost a sea change. You had WW2 veteran was the president, And then all of a sudden you have draft dodging pot smoker, you know, smart guy, liberal president. I mean, it was like you couldn't have gotten more opposite. But it was seamless and we didn't waste any time of bullshit. We got right to it. So in other countries, they can't do that. In other countries, they cannot do it that way. There's always in a lot of countries, there's a so-called vote. then. The vote gets delayed because of irregularities, and then all of a sudden, somebody asserts martial law and is like, "Well, wait a minute. Till we get this all sorted out, I'm in control, and we're gonna count this shit." And before you know it, the guy who got who came who got in control to count this shit turns out that guy won. Right. Who fucking knew? <laughs> hey. Wow. All right. And then that guy never leaves power, but that whole thing. Destabilized the financial markets. It made a big problem. So, that is exactly what's going on here. That is 1000%. And Americans are so comfortable in living in such a small little bubble, right? That it's hard for us to believe that we were this close to becoming like a kangaroo, like a fucking dictatorship. We came this close to Germany. World War II. This close. I mean, really. And the only thing that stood between this and that was those brave, like officials who even though they were for Trump, were like, we're not doing that. That's, <laughs> that's beyond it. And, and that's how I think that um, you start to understand that what Trump and the people around him really are about. John Eastman, his daughter, Trump, Jared Cushman fucking drunk Giuliani, all that stuff. Right. That is all those folks are all part of a much larger movement. That's not about patriotism because you actually did have some Trump supporters that still put country first. They were like, I can't undermine my country. A lot
2: of those guys. I listened to two of those guys and both of them were like, yo, I can't betray
4: my oath of office. That's right. And that's the danger. The danger is when you start to think that what you're doing justifies going against your own country Hmm. or breaking your oath of office. And in this case, I think that the, I think it's pretty clear. When you get Trump who won't come out and say anything bad about the guy who was in that That car that ran over that lady At the peaceful protest against racism When you have him get up and say Hey you got great white power People too I mean come on Like who doesn't like a good white Power friend I mean I mean isn't that who you want at your party A Nazi person you know all that Stuff that he was saying including Um even That weird around that time if you Recall that strange Propagandistic like you know Photo op where he crossed at night with all that smoke and everything, the White House lawn to that church and took pictures with an upside down Bible, and the church flipped out and was like, We're not a part of that fuck face. Oh, right, right, right. That is all part of um the larger white power movement that Trump is either really a part of or manipulating to vote for him. But that group is not about the United States at all. They stopped being about the United States nearly by the by the end of the Civil War. There wasn't really, a, it wouldn't be a white power movement, which is a transnational movement. But you know, obviously, the Civil War put a clamp down on white supremacy. Then you move on to Klansmen and that type of deal. And generally speaking, there's like five eras of Ku Klux Klan. But even they. Their enemy is still the black, the Jew, the gay, the whatever, right? That's who they're really fighting. Right. What separates the white power movement is they now look at the state as the enemy. They're no longer beholden to the state because of Vietnam and civil rights movement. Those two things. Vietnam. I read this book. Uh, it's called Bring the War Home, and it's written. By a guy who was in Vietnam, actually. Um, And he was sent home. And when he got home and he saw how the Vietnam War turned out, meaning that the United States lost and that it also seemed like, you know, the nation had turned against its soldiers from his perspective. He uh, wrote a book called Bring the War Home. Which uh, um, was all about fighting these people of color and the state who no longer has our back here in the United States. We lost Vietnam because our leaders had become soft and because they no longer supported white power. And as a result, we weren't able to defeat the Viet Cong. We weren't able to defeat little Asian communists who we believe were superior to, and we were, if you look at the, the war machines, but even our Republican state actors, Nixon, even our Southern state actors, LBJ, like all of those folks were not able to have our backs to the very end. Mm. And they, as a result, turned the, the state turned its back on us. And so this white power movement um, turned its focus onto the state. And you can trace a line from that through publications all the way to the Oklahoma city bombing, Timothy McVeigh. He was part of that. Right. also all those militias that you see out there, the way they're kind of portrayed in the news is kind of like one-offs Waco All that stuff, right, is one-offs. These are all one-offs, weirdos that are out there. They're actually much larger, coordinated, slowly growing. And a lot of the skills that were taught to some of these folks in Vietnam, these paramilitary skills were brought back to the United States, and and they were trained, or the white power movement was trained. And now you can kind of start to see, like, how, why the Proud Boys, who are also um, associated with the white power movement, are somehow involved in being the advance guard to attack Pence. You can see how Trump made that awkward message to the proud boys in the debates. You know, stand back and stand by. And they turned that into shirts and they sold it and it, and it, they generated money and revenue off that. You can also see how people became these weird die-hard Trump people regardless of the fact that everybody knows He's no Christian. He's not even a Republican. I mean, there's not a single person that doesn't know that. And you start to add it all up. You go, how did he beat out everybody with the "wrap him in the pussy comments? How come, what was that he was doing when he went up to the American flag and kissed it? You remember that? And when he did that, there was, a, he was on the campaign trail. He kisses the American flag and then... There was something kind of mocking about it. And he did all this stuff that no real candidate for the state ever does. I mean, he did all this stuff that should have deep sixed him. The only thing that explains his hold and the reason why he beat the Republicans is because the white power people had gotten sick of Republicans not delivering on the racist shit. Reagan failed to deliver on it. Blah, blah, blah. All these people weren't delivering on what we were really talking about here. <laughs> and it should also be known that the white power movement is transnational. So it picks up white power elements in Europe and it picks up white power movements in other areas in South America. But now you start to kind of say, like, now wait a second, why is there this pandemic of dictators? or right-wing France, Le Pen, and and, and all in Germany. Why why is there almost a a kind of syncing up of these sort of characters? And it's because for the last 40 years, the white power movement, the neo-Nazis, the Ku Klux Klan, all of these sort of separate parties have kind of slowly put down some of their differences, the same way that Mormons and, like, Christians put down their differences to try to battle this cultural war. Mm. And now you kind of can see why Trump would be okay with Putin. And you can kind of see why Trump supporters, if they're really white power people, why they wouldn't be troubled by Trump seemingly handing over or ceding control or giving you know aid and sucker to Putin, there's a white power connection that makes the national security aspect of it immaterial to people like that. They don't give a fuck. And that's why they're not really patriots. That's why they're not really Americans. Their allegiance is to this concept of you know, the white race should come back and take over everything. That's our birthright. And we need to work together and do that. You can pull in Giuliani. You can pull in all these people and we'll blow up the presidency. We'll fuck it up. We don't care,
2: man. We need to do a show just on the white power movement.
4: I, I, I think everybody. And when I say white power movement, it sucks because to a certain extent, I don't want any like working class white people to feel that it's a biological thing or that right. every, everyone who's white's in it, because the truth of the matter is it's not usually what happens in these movements is like what happens in all the other movements. You have, you know, some people who are in the middle ground or lower who they don't agree with it, but they're in the community where it's like, they can't really say anything or, um, um, they feel like whatever this movement has done has already painted them as a villain. So they can't reach out to their Brown brothers and sisters and say, let's work together to undo this or whatever this is. And also, you know, the, the leadership usually in the white power movements, um, just like in the Christian ones and just like in the, in the, in the political group ones, it's like, at the end of the day, it really does become about Trump. There's no delivery on any of this stuff in the right. same way that, like, in the South, you know, the, the average poor white Southerner really didn't benefit from slavery in the sense of, like, he didn't own slaves and he didn't, you know, all that stuff, right? So it's this promise of socialism, a white socialism. like You're going to get property. You're going to get stuff. It's going to be okay. We'll look out for you, da 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 that never pans out. It just never actually really happens. And most of the, the spoils of that kind of like corrupt war is reserved for the people at the top. That's really what goes on. And so I, I think that the next, so yes, the white power movement, and yes, we need to be able to um, bring everybody into the fold In fact, I was just arguing, some guy was just arguing with me on Instagram because I was pointing to the fact that, you know, that, you know, so Trump's run up to the January 6th riots. He's pressuring, right? He's, He's terrorizing electoral officials. He's trying to sneak fake electoral people into the Capitol. He's also, the White House has also drafted military orders for the military to seize voting machines. There's also been meetings that floated the concept of martial law being declared. There is so much more to pieces and planning that no, it's not just a riot that got out of control. And you know, Marjorie Taylor green right now is trying to say it was just a riot. What's going on here. Right. It's just a riot and they're trying to make it something more which tells you that she's part of the white power move. It has to be. Otherwise, why would she be carrying that water? What does she care? And it also makes sense that the Republicans are, you know, stuck. Because um, you have uh, the Republicans, whether they said it or didn't say it, right, they, they absorbed a lot. of Because w- where else were white power going to go? There was only two political parties. They weren't going to go to the Democrats, so we'll go to the Republicans. And so for the longest time, the Republicans have had to kind of sort of uncomfortably admit this unwelcome friend into the tent. But this unwelcome friend is so fucking committed to white power that they show up at the polls. They'll vote. And so I think they've been dealing with, I think that that the Republicans have known that they've been dealing with a ticking time bomb for a long fucking time. And I think, you know, Trump is the, at least the emanation of it. All right. Well, that's
2: all we have time for here. (laughs) We need to end this and get this out and, uh, yeah, anything you want to say at the end of this? Any shout-outs? Any uh, – because I'm – Yeah, obviously- I want to give a
4: shout-out to uh, Old Blue Eyes. I want to give a shout-out to Big Lux. I want to give a shout-out to Kanye Salmon, who had flipped his burger about 12 times right before this show. <laughs> I want to uh, um, give a big shout-out to uh, the Hard Luck supporters. I want to say that this idea of, of of a group, whether it be called X or whether it be called something Guardians of the Realm, I don't know what. Maybe we'll get something from game. The idea is is coming together. Part of it's going to be, I think, um, a real detailed history uh, about what I've been reading about. Sort of two things. One is I think the White Power movement, and then also digging into how Christianity got corrupted by organized religion in this country. That's led almost to the same thing that you can almost see the marriage of white power and this corrupt Christian in Donald Trump and Mike Pence.
2: Hmm.
4: Or not. All right. Supermax vibes, you know, Um, Sean at movemental.media that's right um uh Avonda Bowen LLP that's right uh we got uh I gotta tell you we got proto episodes
2: oh that's right hls.gumroad.com uh head
4: on over there three the hard way
2: free three free free go to hls.gumroad.com slash posts to get those that three free pack and, um, dude, and like we do about this time. Hey! Right! Hey! What are you playing? Adios Amigos. From the Hard Duck Show. Ooh.
3: Oh! man! My rhymes, man! Rolling back! Magic show! Battle! Magic get Battle! Yeah. Yes, yeah, baby. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Uh, Who's pussy is this,
0: baby?
4: Who? Who's pussy, baby? Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, you fine motherfucker. Oh shit. Fine motherfucker, you come here. Get it, pussy. Oh shit. Right there. Oh, it. Ooh, right
3: there. Right there. Oh.
4: Let me let me see. Wait, wait. Look,
0: let me see.
3: Yes. Yes, baby, right there! Yes, 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 baby! Yes! Ah! Oh shit! Serious motherfucker! What
4: the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? What